Hello, and welcome back to the Bookish Besties, where we talk about books and occasionally their film adaptations. We're your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. In this week's episode, we will be discussing The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. Just to let you know, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so listen at your own risk. And with that, let's get into the summary. So basically, the book is obviously about someone named Addie LaRue sometime in the 1700s, and basically she is about to marry this widower because of pressure from her family but she doesn't want to and she wants to like live freely freely and like go on adventures and all that stuff and what ends up happening is she finds out that she can make a deal with these gods to able to kind of get it out of this marriage and to live her life the way she wants to but the one thing about these deals is that she's not allowed to make them after dark and she needs to offer an object up that's important to her and what ends up happening is she makes a deal with a god named Luke and she does this after dark and then she kind of has this curse where basically no one can remember who she is so she's like living for like 300 years because now she's immortal she doesn't age so she can quote-unquote live her life because she wanted to be able to see so many things but in reality nobody remembers her yeah because it was taken very literally what she said when she made the deal and so basically it's 2014 right now she's been alive for 300 years and then she meets henry who surprise surprise also made a deal with one of these gods and he is the only person that can uh, remember her and they basically fall in love and it's literally their story like that's basically what the book is so well i was hearing a lot about this book and people promoting it saying oh i really like this book right and the title was kind of misleading i don't know why but i thought it was some like ya adventure story with like Addie larue like living her life doing these fun things and then when i realized it was actually this like kind of dark book i was like oh this is not what i was expecting so yeah i did like the book i hadn't really read any other books with that premise before so i i did enjoy that aspect and i i really really liked Addie LaRue and her character development. I think she learned a lot through those, you know, 300 years or whatever that we got to know her. Yeah, same with me. I also enjoyed the book and like as Tay was saying, I thought Addie LaRue was a pretty well-developed character and I also enjoyed reading her. One thing is that I just feel like, yeah, as Tay was saying, it's a very interesting premise. Me too. I haven't read any books with this kind of premise. But also, I feel like the way that the timeline was, like, set up, it was always keeping you on the, like, edge, I guess. But at the same time, it just was sometimes confusing to read because it's, like, every other chapter is, like, going to a different timeline and different time or place or something. So sometimes I was just confused and that was, like, hard for me to read. I was gonna say the exact same thing. I do think also not just with the time jumps but the time that we've read originally it focused on her back in the 1700s like 1740s whatever and then it cut to like 2014 and we got a lot of those times and then she'd occasionally mention meeting famous people or her life experiences throughout those times but we didn't really get too much of her her experiencing life in the 1800s and her her living in the 1900s it was mostly in like the 21st century and the 18th century 
so I feel like it would that's like kind of strange I mean obviously it makes sense because of the current time and then what happened so I do think that made sense but just with the time jumps I was a little bit confused as well yeah and also I feel like because of it because of how frequent like the flashbacks and like going to past timelines are kind of made Henry's and like Addie LaRue's like relationship like more of a slow burn than it actually was because of how many chapters in between that like weren't involving Henry yeah for the plot I would say it's pretty unusual we hadn't really read any other books like this with the same setup what was kind of strange about the book as you said was the setup and how it was just going from back and forth between timelines and I've I've read books like that one book that kind of gave me similar vibes with the time jump was the lost apothecary I liked that book but I feel like whenever I read time jump books similar to whenever I read books from different characters perspective I always want to jump to like a certain time or a certain character to read which I did kind of feel like in this one not gonna lie I was like I just want to read about 2014 and what happened but then other than that I was like I don't really care too much about the middle of her story like some of those life experiences were important but I did I did just want to get back to 2014 especially because once we learned that Henry actually remembered her I was like why are we back in the 1700s come on let's, let's read about what happened you know exactly yeah yeah like as I was saying it kind of just made it like more of a slow burn that I need to be and it kind of just paced everything out like a lot more I think also because of how the timeline is set up, it's like something happens in this timeline, then it just skips to another timeline. And with that, it kind of makes it hard to like process things that are going on. One chapter, then you just skip to a whole like new plot yeah, and things like that. So it's hard for the information that you just learn to like sit in your head, I guess. Like usually I've read books with time like skips, but like the time skips are not as frequent as in this book. And they don't leave you on cliffhangers too. Yeah, usually time like time skips are usually just like a flashback it's like a memory and then like the memory is finished but this one it was like ooh, let's talk about the ending how did you like the ending of the book i was kind of frustrated to be honest not because i wanted her to end up with henry i mean i did but not just because of that just the fact that luke got his way i did like though how addy was like it's okay because i can wait longer i have like all the time in the world but I was like, it was strange because I didn't, I didn't feel like it gave me closure. Like, I feel like this is going to turn into a series, which I have no idea if it is or isn't. It probably won't be. But I was just like, really? This is how it chooses to end? Which, I mean, I guess it's fitting to the strangeness of this book that like it would have a strange ending, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I liked the ending, but like what you were saying, it was kind of like, it didn't exactly give me the closure I wanted. Looking at the ending about how like this, all these stories Addie was telling are like retellings in this book that Henry is writing and that basically the book is the book that Henry wrote, it kind of makes it like interesting to look back on like all the past events and how they're kind of basically from Henry's point of view in a way because it's his book. Once I learned that Henry did write this book, or at least like sort of, you know, I kind of wondered what stories hadn't she told us? Because she mentioned to him that she hadn't told him all of the stories, like her story wasn't over. And the fact that we didn't really- I mean, she's lived for like 300 years. She's not gonna be able to tell No, definitely not. Honestly, <laughs> dedication though. Really, Henry, you wrote a whole book about this like one girl, like damn. And writing down all of her stories. I mean, she has a pretty interesting story. So, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, at least it's entertaining. <laughs> Imagine if it was, like, so boring. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The fact that she had interesting life experiences that were entertaining. Otherwise, it wouldn't be good book content, I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go into character. I have one thing about Addie. Her character development throughout this was incredible. And not just because of the time skips that we saw, just how different her character changed from the beginning to, you know, 2014. We also saw like what individual experiences that changed her like when she originally saw Luke who that's not even his name all right stop humanizing him but when she saw him and his but he's referred to as Luke right he, well because she she said you look like a Luke so I'm gonna call you a Luke but she didn't that's not his name yeah. I don't know what else to call him so I'm gonna keep on Some calling him Luke. demon I don't know yeah but when his appearance or whatever was the way that it is ever since and then she mentioned something about how no I don't like it so then he kept it for like hundreds of years every time he saw her just out of spite and the fact that she said this was a mistake I'm really glad that she can like recognize certain instances where she has made mistakes and learn from them as well as just thinking about how long she has to wait like 300 years is a long time. I just get overwhelmed, you know? I'm glad that it didn't focus on her life being so great, you know? Oh, I get to live for hundreds of years. It really kind of focused on how horrible it can be, and there is good experiences, but she calls it a curse. So, like, yeah. that's not a good thing, you know? I really loved her development, and she felt like a very realistic character. She had her flaws, and she was at the same time very reflective of who she was. But one thing is that for someone who has been alive for 300 years, like, remembering that she's been alive for 300 years, it's kind of, like, hard to process because I feel like she'd be more mature or more wise for someone who's, like, 300 years old because, I mean, that's many years and she has many life experiences and people that she's met. So, like, sometimes I'm just kind of like, is she really 300 years old? Like, think about how many books you could read in 300 years. Dang, she probably read them all. That's one other inconsistency as well, right? The writer V.E. Schwab tried to portray Addie as, um, as authentic as they could, probably, but nobody has lived for 300 years, so we have no examples of what a person could be like, so it's very hard to remember Remember what like they could be a genius or they could be not much smarter than the average person so we don't really have a good example of that and I feel like that's what's difficult about having characters that are super old <laughs> like the darkling obviously I feel like he'd be smarter than that as well as just I feel like I would have liked it if they focused more on how she experienced her world changing around her because there's been so much technology advancements there's been so much like that's happened she she's met so many famous people. I mean, she did say that she liked seeing, like, famous people and seeing art and seeing everything, new inventions and stuff, but I feel like I would have focused more on that because that's her life. She gets to see things change around her more than anyone else in the world. Yeah, I would have also liked if instead of just, like, because going back to, like, specific experiences, I feel like it would have been nice if she reflected more on, like, these, like, different changes between her different experiences. Not necessarily the experience itself, but what has changed from experience to experience. Yeah, on to... Henry. Yeah, so the deal he made with Luke was he wanted to be liked, and his price would be he only had a certain amount of time left. And, I mean, to each their own. I don't know why you would want to... Okay, I started really liking when we got into Henry's character, when we got to see him from his perspective. I was like, oh, we get new people. We're not just reading about Addie, you know? I mean, that's fine, reading about Addie, but I was like, ooh, some... we get to read from other characters' perspectives. Yeah, mm. I felt like I was getting somewhere, you know? 
and it's exciting. I think we see from Henry's perspective that he really does love Addie, and so does Addie, but since she is older, she also talks about how, you know, they're really only in a relationship out of their situations. They would not have cared about each other, probably, if, if they hadn't had been cursed. Yeah. I mean, it'd literally be impossible for, like, Henry to care about her because yeah. he wouldn't remember her. So, like, it's kind of like the only reason they're really able to be together is because of their circumstances. And even so, even if everyone was able to remember Addie, I feel like she would not pick Henry. But because of that, and I really liked that Addie could say that, is this really love? Like, sure, I love him, but like, not, not really, you know? And I really liked how she could do that. And then we didn't really get a whole lot about Henry feeling that way, which I think was also an indicator of their differences. Yeah, because I mean, Henry hasn't lived her life. He hasn't lived for 300 years. He hasn't seen all these things. And his point of view, for him, it's more that she can see him for who he really is. But for Addie, literally, like, he can actually see me. I feel like because of that, there's more reason for Henry to pick Addie out of everyone because of it than for Addie to choose Henry, like, out of all people if it wasn't for their circumstances. Also, though, owning a bookstore, I'm all here for it. We talked about that in two episodes ago. Yes. I feel like the differences between Henry's deal and Addie's deal was pretty significant. Like, Addie, I mean, she really had to live forever, essentially, and nobody remembers her. Versus Henry, he's just liked, like, all the time by people. And sure, maybe he gets sick of, like, everyone being like, ooh, you're so great. But he still knows his family. He, I mean, he is gonna die soon, or that's what his plan was originally, to do that. But Addie, I mean, she's so removed from everyone. She's so lonely. Like, Henry, at least he's surrounded by people he knows even if they are completely like entranced by him or whatever because they like him he still knows them and I think that you kind of see that as well I mean his deal is not nearly as bad as Addie's at least in my opinion I mean it's probably annoying for him knowing that like people don't see him as an actual person they don't see him as his boss they just see him as this like perfect figure you know yeah from like the life he's lived so far he knows that he's not the perfect person so seeing everything everyone else is praising him, always thinking that he's perfect is probably annoying, but it's, like, that is not nearly as bad as, like, Addie's, like, situation. Because, first of all, no one even views her as less or more. They literally just don't remember her. So, like, still she has her original personality, or, I mean, what has developed of her personality, but people just, like, don't remember her. Like, she can leave an impact through, like, thoughts and art and stuff, but, like, no one's gonna remember her, and nothing she does really matters because of that. Should we talk about Luke? Okay. I mean, technically, he's not even a person. He's a character, but he's not human. Okay, well, that's too complicated. I'm, I'm, it's gonna be too hard to refer to him. With <laughs> Just, we're gonna call him Luke. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's referred to as, so. Um, he's terrifying. Like, <laughs> every time you think of him as, like, being somewhere close to human, you remember that he's nowhere near that. Yeah. And it's scary. And the fact that, like, Addie can see that, I'm like, damn, I couldn't even see that for some of the parts while I was reading the book. Like, I forgot about that. So, good on her. Like, see that he is human? That he isn't. He's like a demon. She's like constantly remembering that. I was like, I would probably forget for a little while. Eventually, yeah, because Luke is is pretty good at like manipulating people, like just blending in. Yeah, and basically taking advantage of people. And Addie was like in situations like these, she was able to remember that who Luke really is, and he is not actually a cool dude. So you know, people actually ship Addie and Luke. I saw it somewhere on Pinterest. I don't know. It's like (laughs) what is there to? Ship. Oh my gosh. 
I mean... Also, I feel like it would be interesting if we got Luke's background. I don't even know if he has a background. Like, how did he start existing? Like, I would like to know if he was... Was he originally a human and then became a god? Like, did he kill his family? Like, what? what's going on with him? <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> like, I want to know what's going on Did he on just kill his family? <laughs> yeah. A valid question, yeah. though. Oh, also, going back to, like, the whole god situation with Addy, one thing that I also felt like it was a bit of a plot hole was, you know, like, how Addy was kind of just, like, living her life, trying to, like, get out of this curse situation, but, like, not being able to do it because of Luke. I thought that Addy would have, like, tried to contact other witches or try to contact other gods to try to break the curse or something, but that never happened. Like, she just stopped contacting, but there's definitely gonna be, like, Bro, other, yes. like, people she could have reached out to and try to work with instead of just being on the run from Luke and living her life, you know? Also, does all the gods, like, don't they know that Luke exists and what he's doing to people? Are they not allowed to interfere with the people that he's made deals with? Because, like, she still has stuff to give away. She can still make deals. Yeah, I don't think the gods are able to interact, intervene with people unless the people intervene with them first. Because they're not just gonna, like, go into, like, the human world and do random stuff with them because they see bad happening. Like, they have other things to do, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure. They're probably dealing with other humans. But yeah, I'm just not sure why Addie didn't think of that because like what does she have to lose at this point? She's gonna live forever and Luke is kind of weirdo so you might as well, you know? Also, you know how we got to see how Luke, when he took Addie and he went around to collect the things that he was owed, <laughs> souls, whatever, you know? There was at least one interaction, maybe a couple, where famous people had made deals with him, especially musicians. And so I feel like that kind of gives the impression that like talent doesn't exist. Like, oh, talent doesn't exist, you have to make deals with creepy sketchy green-eyed dudes named Luke. <laughs> I mean, it's not like all famous people, right? Well, no, but it it seemed like that, at least with his impression. He's like, oh yeah, I make deals with lots of famous people because all they want to be is famous and talented. I'm like, damn, so people don't have, like, my life is a lie. So people don't actually have talent. And I, I don't know, it just gave me that impression. I mean, I mean, Luke doesn't exist in our world. I no, think, he doesn't. You no, know? yeah. <laughs> so it's not like the same thing, I guess. I didn't really get that impression. I just felt like it was more just like people not really having good intentions and being corrupt and stuff. But not exactly just like talent doesn't exist because like, I mean, Addie is like talented and stuff, but she didn't have to like make a deal. I mean, she kind of grew her talent over hundreds of years, yeah. I mean, Addie doesn't exactly have anything to do with her free time or something, you know, because she has a lot of it. Also with Luke, I was shook to find out that they were in a relationship in like the 90s or whatever i was like no addy come on what is this and like you know what i'm all here for the fling whatever like it was entertaining at least to also see because i feel like everyone reading this book was probably like ooh female protagonist male antagonist when are they gonna get together you know so the fact that we kind of saw with that was, <laughs> i mean that was okay i guess i don't know but some people are like that you never know people are always like that like literally any scenario just like the male antagonist has to get with the protagonist but then they got out of together well and then they got back together they untogethered and now they're together and then they togethered that's gonna be a whole other mess yeah fun stuff but like i feel like it was gonna happen like sometime in the timeline because i mean like addy luke is the only person that like is the only constant like person in her life for all these 300 years yeah addy definitely probably has like some sort of attachment just for that reason but like all also is very reflective of their relationship and like what he really is. It kind of makes sense that it happened. Not a good thing that it happened, but yeah.
You know what? Okay, you want to know a depressing statistic? The average person, Um, I think in America, reads less than one book a year. So I'm out here setting the curve with like 100 books. Like, what am I supposed to do? What are they reading? They're not reading. That's the thing. Nobody just reads. It's not even... That's sad. How do people not just like at least two books or something? Oh my gosh. It's not that hard. Just read. You don't even have to read every day. You could just read like on the weekend. Like think about how much time you spend on your phone and then how much time you could be spending reading. That's what you should do. If you ever have kids, read to them. They can figure that out on their own. What did they have eyes for if it's not to learn how to read? They better know how to read the second they're born. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they have to pop out with a book. It's like a book in hand already. It has to be a book. They already have to. They're already reading. Yes, that's the way it has to be or else I'm disowning. What would be their first book? Maybe like a dictionary. So then they're like smart. I don't know. They need to be smarter than me. That's for sure. This this conversation (laughs) has like strayed a lot away from Addie LaRue. I feel like... We should get into themes now. One theme that I thought was important was dedication because we see how Addie has lived for 300 years. She's really had to struggle, you know, and she's dedicated to proving Luke wrong. She's like, if I'm going to live, I'm going to live out of spite. You know, I'm going to prove him wrong out of all the things that I can do. And then, I mean, Henry doesn't really have to do anything like dedication wise besides writing the whole damn book. So I guess, yeah. (laughs) And um, Luke... Uh, we don't care about him. So, yeah, I think Addie, I mean, she's just really had to endure, like, all those years, you know? And then also, like, immortality, you know, kind of self-explanatory. I'm, I'm not gonna spell it out for y'all, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, another theme, I feel like, is just, like, spending your time well and just, like, savoring life experiences and the people you meet. Not like that, though. Wait, what do you mean uh, like that? Like... <laughs> Not taking life experiences or people for granted. (laughs) Maybe we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, because Addie, life experiences, people, remembering. She savored them. Shut it. (laughs) Stop. Okay. (laughs) And just like reflecting on those things. I I think that's enough themes for today. Oh, God. What What would you you do? Okay, what would you do if you were Addie? And just like going back before this, if you were in the same situation, Addie, first of all, would you make the deal with the god? Second of all, what would you what would you have wanted? And third of all, how would you phrase what you wanted to him? If I was Addie, I probably would have made the deal. Wait, just imagine how much of this could have been prevented if she just paid attention to what she was saying to the color of the sky. <gasps> Honestly, the book would be like, it'd be like two pages. <laughs> I know, yeah. If she just paid attention to the time of day and the weather and everything, none of this would be a problem. But oh well. I mean, she could have also just hid away and waited till morning if it, she was really that desperate. Also, can't she just wait till she's married and then get one? Like, make a deal? Probably. Like, you have options. You don't need to go to Luke here. Like, there's there's better things to be doing. Okay, so what would you do? That you're about to get married to this weird man that has three children and you don't want to do that. But you can decide for yourself what your reasons are for not wanting to do that and what you want to do after that. So it doesn't need to be the same as Adi. I would be praying to Luke, specifically. Yeah, you make the same. You don't pay attention to the weather either. <laughs> okay, so I'm a dumbass. <laughs> 
and I would probably pray to be able to marry whoever I want. Dang. Because at that time, okay, I would want to be free. Marriage? (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're asking for? No, okay. Probably to just get rid of him. It wouldn't cross my mind to be like, ooh, I want to be immortal. So I probably wouldn't pray for that. Um, Also, I don't want to be immortal. I'm going to be honest. That just sounds like a nightmare. Um, I'd probably pray for something along the lines of, get rid of this man, please. You can take his soul. He's fine. I don't know. What would you pray for? Okay. Wait, okay, and that's how you'd phrase it too? Get rid of this man? No, I'd be like, um, or you kill him. You hide the body. (laughs) This is stressful. (laughs) I would like you to make this man that I am supposed to marry tomorrow disappear, and I would like to never have to marry any other people ever again in my life. My short little life, so don't, don't, don't make it long. That's what I would say. I would be like, oh, I want to be free. Yeah, she was way too vague with what she said, and there's so many loopholes. Okay, let's see what I'd want to do. I feel like what I'm gonna say is about to be vague, but I feel like I try. What I'd want is I'd want to be able to make decisions for myself and choose what I want to do with my life. Because the root of the problem is not like this man. It's kind of just like society being like, do this, do this, do that. When I don't want to do any of that, I just want to hang out i guess so i'd probably just say honestly i feel like no matter what you say because you're talking to luke specifically everything's gonna go wrong like no matter what you do since it is nighttime like you cannot escape that but uh, because of that i'll just like say something along the lines of i don't want society to stop me from living the life that i want to and i want to make the decisions for my life for myself that's probably what i'd say i'm just gonna end it at that that's what i say i'm not gonna overthink this more than i already have do you think there's any loopholes in that that luke could work off i mean probably i don't hear any but you never know maybe i can never take advice from other people and people can never take tell me advice or criticize me or something like that but i just don't understand why addy didn't like if she already made this deal why should you just like try to search for other people that could have helped her like that could have also just ended the plot quickly and she never thought of that even when she met henry you know what i would also do you know what the ring that she had and she could like put it on and it would call for luke i literally would just like always put it on i just always put it on so then i could bother him (laughs) just annoy him until he breaks the curse yeah pretty much (laughs) just be like oh no wait i have a question i have a question no i have another question i'd also be like really specific about asking him questions i'd be like um so i don't really understand how this works people are seeing me but they're not recognizing me why like on a molecular level can you explain how this works Like, especially because he's the only person that she can talk to. I'd just be like, wow, I want to talk to someone that remembers me. I don't care if it's like the demon person. Time to put that Mm. ring on. I feel like I literally lose my mind if I had to spend 24-7 with him after, like, this whole situation that I'm oh, in. Oh, yeah, that too. Especially since she's so solitary. But I think I'd have, I definitely have to, before I talk to him and stuff, I'd probably have to think something out, like, exactly what I'm going to say to him because he's very manipulative. And you can't just exactly have everyday conversations with him because, like, you know, he's, like, a step ahead and he's not going to break this curse unless you do what he says. So I feel like you kind of have to plan this out or just kind of just confuse him a lot. Like, maybe there's, like, you just bring him like at random times not even to talk to him but just like maybe you're just like sharding and then then you summon him or you're going bungee jumping and you summon him just 
just like random <laughs> situations just to piss them off. That's something I do. But I, I just would have searched for other people in the first place. You know what? In the first place, I, I would have paid attention to it not even being, to it being nighttime. Like that's literally one of the first things. Like the deal was you either need to give up an item and you need to pay attention to the color of the sky. Yeah. So lesson learned. Pay attention. Just pay attention to details. Yeah. That's all you need to do. So. Alright. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bookish Besties. We're your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. And make sure to join us for next week's episode where we will be discussing the lightning thief. We were joking about not covering kids' fantasy anymore. We lied. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's better than the other three books we had to do, but yeah. And make sure to follow our socials on TikTok at, at Bookish Besties and on Instagram at the Bookish Besties underscore. Uh, bye bye. Have a good bye. day. Pay attention to the color of the sky, kids. Bye.